probably about six months in um, from when we started the mastermind that I was able to quit the job. We've got a pretty good idea of what a deal's gonna look like. It's gone way better than we ever thought it would. Welcome to the Property Developers Secrets Podcast. Making developments more achievable. Welcome to the Property Developers Secrets Podcast with myself, Lloyd Girardi. And myself, Andy Cook. And welcome to the Building the Dream series. So this is a a series we're doing uh, where we're interviewing, or we had interviewed a few people that have done well from our training uh, and success, and they've gone on to do some developments. And we actually did a YouTube series on this as well. Um, And we're going to go back and listen to some of these interviews that we did, which formulated the book that came out as well last year. So the first person we want to sort of um, highlight and look at is Matt Kavanagh. So Matt, to give you an idea, is now one of our mentors on the program. So since starting with Whitebox, he had one development they were were currently doing with his dad. But since then, he's done 10 developments himself through our training. And now he's now mentoring some of the people coming through now. So, yeah, how do we sort of meet Ian, I suppose, first, didn't we? Yeah. So, um, yeah, Matt's been around us for a few years now. But really, it was it was Ian, his dad, who we met first. He, as you said, they're already doing development as they'll describing the interview um but ian saw the training i suppose as um, a bit of an insurance policy he wanted to make sure that they could mitigate the risk of doing seven flats as their first one they were halfway through it and also put it to be more of a, a development business i suppose um look at it a bit more professionally matt at the time was still an insurance broker working in london so he wanted to be able to bring him into the business to do it full time so that's kind of how we met them They'll tell the story now. And yeah, this is the, the interview with Matt Kavanagh. It is my pleasure, absolute pleasure, in fact, to welcome Matt Kavanagh to the podcast. So Matt, welcome and uh, how are you doing? Yeah, good. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, we're all good. We had our sort of overall group meeting last week to sort of set us up for the year and, and you know, set our goals and what we want to achieve. So yeah, it's... Um, Exciting to get so we can, can get after it. Awesome. That is, um, as Andy said, it is a pleasure to have you here. Um, we'll go into the details of what you've achieved in the, the time we've known you. Um, but you're a veteran now, I suppose, on our, uh, <laughs> on our mastermind. How long have you been sort of with us so far? Three years, I think we're coming up to. Um, must be just, yeah, just under. So, yeah, I'm sure the, uh, the longest running, I suspect. Uh, in the group one of the longest we've got a few of you guys who have been on for a good while um you know and you guys you know and unmistakably that there's a correlation by the time that a lot of people are on to the amount of deals and the momentum you get because as we all know that it's difficult at the start but as you start to get momentum and you start to get some traction then you know deals start coming to you you get a bank of investors and all, all the good stuff that comes with that and um you're no exception to that uh, i remember very clearly though the the first course that it was your dad that came on for a start. You didn't even do the course for a start. It was your, your dad came on it and the yeah. three day property developer secrets to sort of test the water, see what it was all about, I'm sure. And then you followed along. Give us a little bit of a, um, a tell us about that journey, how it all happened and uh, what you were thinking at the time, what you wanted to get out of coming on the course. And then we'll yeah. dig into some of the results, I suppose. Yeah. So we'd been, um, I suppose, doing property, if you like, since sort of 2015. And 
as ever when you're you're investing at some point you start you start running out of cash um and you know we wanted to keep the momentum and keep so the the idea came about well let's get into developments we can make big pots of cash to then go and invest more um, and keep the whole thing going um so we sort of we started looking around on market stuff right move as you might expect same place as everyone else um and we did actually secure our, our first development site in, it was 2018, I think. Um, <clears throat> and we got halfway through, as ever with your first site, you know, there was, there was probably plenty to learn. Um, everything didn't exactly go according to plan. So about halfway through the development, I think Dad had heard you speak today. It must have been the the, the network that you guys used to run in Northampton. Yeah, it was our network, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he'd attended that, seen you guys talk and said, look, he was going to go and do the three days. And then he came off that very excited mm-hmm. and full of beans and, and just, you know, said, I've got to go and do it. Okay, fine. So we booked straight on, did the next one. And, you know, really that's, that's where it changed our, our property journey, I guess, from always thinking that potentially the development would be a, a secondary thing we might do one every couple of years, whatever, just to add to our pot of cash. But actually now it's it's the main thing that we do. Um, and yeah. the, the investment side has become secondary. So, yeah, originally it started off, I guess, as a bit of an insurance policy to make sure we didn't screw up too badly on that first development. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's just gone on. <laughs> We've never been apart since. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I remember your dad on the course. Um, and it's, <clears throat> he's, he's a very shrewd businessman himself. Um, he's very savvy. So he, he gets what business is about and obviously property developments is, is a business as well. So I'm, I'm sure that was part of it. Um, but yeah, I remember him coming off and saying, oh, I've, I've got to get my son on this. I've got to get my son to come along and have a look. And you were already in the property world, weren't you? What, what, let's just explain what you were doing at the time. Yeah. So really I'd always, always done property in some form or another. Um, so I started as a, a letting agent. I've been an estate agent, a mortgage broker um, and sort of moved my way through various companies and I was I was a commercial finance broker um when I came on the course um the sort of the plan had always been to to build up the income to a point that I could exit my job um and come and do property full-time um yeah and being able to do that was a you know a huge part of, of where we've gone since so it's probably it about six months in um, from when we started the mastermind that I was able to quit the job um and then just get stuck into it so I think in terms of momentum, that was obviously a big help going from yeah. doing it weekends and evenings to actually full time, just just crack on and go for it. Um, so, yeah. So, it was, yeah, so cool. talking about momentum and getting stuck in, how many sites have you currently got in your portfolio in terms of secured, um, completed, <clears throat> being done in planning? So we've, we've completed what three sites completely start to finish i'm just going to count on my board so we've got <laughs> we've got seven sites in the in the um in the pipeline i guess so some planning some we're building out at the moment um and there's a couple that are you know just finishing off legals before we submit planning so yeah we've we've got that that i suppose flow of work hopefully which, which will really there's probably enough there for the next sort of three years um in terms of building out but um We'll keep trying to, to add to it. Um, as you say, you never know when stuff's going to pop in and out. 
Um, yeah. So we always try and make sure we've got that that front end stuff working away in the background so that we're, we're ready for the next deal when it comes. Yeah, awesome. And 10 deals, like 10 deals is, is phenomenal, um, especially for something that you were just trying and see if it was right for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Turns out uh, it was pretty right for us, I think. You know, I think yeah. your um your dad now, you know, he's been able to sort of pretty much retire, semi retire. <clears throat> he, he does he does other stuff that he wants to do, doesn't he? I know he does a lot of yeah. trading and stuff now, but he's yeah. been able to free himself up from the, the property and the development business, which he couldn't do before, allow you to run it. And um he he's off, you know, he oversees it, he still I'm sure spends <clears throat> time in it. But he, he can often go off one of his key things he wanted to do was get his handicap down, wasn't it? And play a bit more yeah. golf. So. You know what? He's he's finally um, going the right direction on that as well. Um, he's always always wanted to get single figures. He reckons this will be his year, so we'll see. Um, but yeah, no, that was obviously a, a big part of it, and always always part of the plan was, you know, if we can can grow it to a point that he can step away for most of the week, go and play some golf. Um, my brother and and his family are over in Australia, so he likes to go. Obviously, aside from the pandemic getting in the way of that, but um, you know, so go and spend a couple of months a year in Australia, um, and that not be too much of a problem. So yeah, it's nice to have got to that point now. Yeah, brilliant, and it's great to see what you're doing. Um, but we'll sort of touch on how you got there and how, where it all started. Obviously, you sort of mentioned a bit before, <clears throat> but headline figures wise, what are we sort of looking at GDV wise, so gross development value? Um, what's the sort of profit looking like from the, the deals you're looking at? So the deals in the pipeline, I have to say that, and what I find is that it's quite similar. That most of the deals are pretty much the same. We're working yeah. at a, a similar sort of level, um, but overall at the moment, GDV's sitting at around twenty million, um, and and therefore profit at around four million. Yeah, which is incredible. What, what's there? So and when you say they're they're similar <clears throat> deals number of units yeah. is it sort of similar sized units yeah so similar size units gdvs on each site are roughly the same uh, so even if it's it tends to be either be a slightly bigger one that might not be quite as good an area um or you know if it's a, a really affluent village location which is the type of thing that we're looking at you might get four or five units but then obviously the the price bracket goes up so yeah they're all sitting at around sort of two and a half million gdv that, that seems yeah. to be for some reason, a bit of a sweet spot for us. It sounds like you've got your bread and butter. Yeah, well, and it's useful because it, it it streamlines that whole process, doesn't it? Um, even though each deal is is individual, we know what we're looking at, you know, from a lending point of view, from an investor point of view, they know that's the type of thing that they can expect going forward. So, <clears throat> you know, we're speaking to potential investors. We've got a pretty good idea of what a deal is going to look like before we've got a live one to look at for them if that makes sense so um three years ago we heard you know your story of coming on the course there but just three years ago when you came on this crazy little three-day course and you know you know your dad was telling you to go on it you've ever had the vision that in three years time you'd have a pipeline of 20 million pounds worth of gdv four million pounds worth of profit you you out your job all those things you just talked about there your dad getting his handicap down was that you know was that your plan at the time? Could you have visualised that? Would you, you know, what what were you thinking at the time? You know, I think it's obviously it's gone way better than we ever thought it would. Probably, I think, um, and it's you know we talked about momentum there, didn't we? And it's it's surprising how far those first that first deal, that first the second deal, 
once you start to just build up that momentum, it's surprising the things that will come to you. Um, so, you know, we've had a couple of deals from people that actually we've known for years. The difference yeah. being that they now know that's what we're doing. They've seen what we've done before. And suddenly they'll pick up the phone and go, oh, just, you know what? I've been speaking to this bloke for a while. He was thinking about selling this land or this house with a bit of land behind it or whatever. And, you know, all just, just follows through. You just get that flow of people thought of you because they've seen you've done X, Y, and Z. Um, so, yeah, it's hard to it's hard to put together how much difference that makes. It really does. You know, I think we probably had six months on the mastermind where not an awful lot happened. Yeah. <clears throat> in terms of new deals and then i think we got three deals in the next six months yeah which is normal uh, yeah it's normal not not necessarily the three deals in the next six months but yeah. it takes time and a lot of people don't get that sometimes that it, it does take time and and that's what we try and teach at white box the realities of it like it does from what you're saying it sounds rosy it sounds great you've got 10 sites um 20 million gdv but it it was never always that hard, that um, sorry, that easy, was it? There, there would have been some complications along the way. So, do you want to touch on a few yeah. of those obstacles? Yeah, I mean, we've yeah, we've had a few bad ones. I mean, three that that was agreed, pulled out, day of exchange. Um, we just got an email from their solicitor to say I've been instructed not to proceed. They'll be proceeding with someone else, and that was yeah. it. They never picked up the phone again. <clears throat> um, you know, literally, yeah, money at solicitors ready to go. Um, and it's, I think as much as anything, it's, it's, it's learning to deal within yourself that actually those things will happen. Development is slightly that, that world. It can happen. You will get gazumped. People will drop in and out of things. They'll decide they want to do something else. And I think especially the early learning from that was, yes, we've committed a lot of time and energy to it, but you've got to try and let those things go pretty quickly and, and move on. There'll always be another deal. Um, and if that one wasn't meant to be, it wasn't meant to be. And I think it's a numbers game. You know, yeah. you, you can't put all your energy into one thing because if that one thing decides they're going to pull out the day of exchange, then, you know, it really does feel like a wasted three months or whatever it is. So, you know, it's important to, to have numbers, offer lots, yeah. speak to lots of people. Emotional. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. get emotional when you complete it at the end you <clears throat> yeah. re relieve the funds yeah yeah i think these days the only time i get emotional is when we've completed the build and the house yeah absolutely <laughs> and it's a relief uh, more than anything I think, I think you're a pretty level character matt to be fair which is a good thing yeah. and, you know, we need to we need to sort of like bring down the excitement when we get the deals in the first place but also bring down uh, bring up the disappointment level and try and have a bit more of an even keel i think that's really yeah. good advice um but you're I think what's really interesting there is your first one, Lansdowne Road, the one that you were already doing when you sort of found yeah. us, you described. You know, that one, as you said there, you had some issues. One of the reasons why your dad wanted to come come on was an insurance policy was the words you used to make sure you yeah. mitigated the risk and the, you know, that made sure you didn't hit, um, control the downside, if you like. So yeah. it wasn't 100% a success, but you also then just said that gave you so much momentum. It gave you, it got you known as a developer. It got you onto your second and your third deal and you started getting that, that traction because of it. So that's really good for people to hear if they're going through their first deals or scared of that first one to know that it does get easier. You just got to stick with it. And, you know, a turn that you, you only fail when you stop, don't you? you know? <clears throat> yeah, and it, it just, 
it gives you that overall credibility as well. You know, I think a lot of, especially when dealing with agents, quite often they'll say, oh, you know, what have you done locally that we can go? And, you know, just being able to point out to a few different projects that we've done and completed, again, it just, it, it's like a foot in the door, isn't it? You know, yeah. they can they can see that you're you're active, you've, you know, you've built something, you've finished something. Um, so, yeah, it just, yeah, it gives, gives you that credibility, I think. What advice would you give anyone that hasn't got that track record that wants to get started? I think so. The, the way we looked at it is, you know, we, we we obviously had that deal ongoing when we met you guys. But I think if I was starting all again, is the quicker that you can build a track record, the better. There's there's two ways to do it. Either you build it quickly, and that is you you get a deal done, you agree one doesn't need to be the biggest deal in the world. You know, if you're bidding against thirty other people for a ten unit site well, it might be best to go and just go and get one done. You know, whether it's a single house, two houses, might not be the one that you want to, you want to do cookie cutter forever. Yeah. And I think starting, understanding the process, going through that process, finishing a development and all the things that are attached with it is invaluable. And actually doing one on a smaller size is, is, is not a bad option. Um, and then really, I think our focus always, because we wanted to get on, was to go and, and look at stuff on market with planning, generally. Yeah. And that was more just a, yeah, a time scale thing because, you know, most of the stuff we look at now is off market, but we've got the luxury of the existing pipeline to allow us to wait a couple of years before we're going to start building there. Yeah. Whilst if you if you're just starting out and you want to get that momentum, you secure a site with no planning. Well, it, it could be three years easily before you start. You know, if you have if you have a bad time with the council, which I think yeah. probably everyone is having quite a bad time. With the council. No, absolutely, but that's the thing. A lot of people think that <clears throat> the best deals are the are the ones that you've you found off market. You've got planning on there, and you've bought cheap, and you've put in there. They, they probably are decent deals, but. Yeah as you say, it could take three, four years to get that deal completed. Um, a, a lot, uh, I worked out the stat the other day that 85% of the deals that we've done have always been on right move or have been on right move at some point. Yeah. So it is a case that, yeah, the deals are out there. You just have got to pay what, what it's worth to you. And the, yeah. the advice I would say is just ignore any asking price on right move. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and absolutely. Just, just offer what you can pay. Yeah, certainly. Yeah, the deals that we've got that have been on right move and stuff, we've never paid what they've asked for. No, no, we haven't. No one does. You know, it's as you you guys see. You know, I think having that offer pack, which gives gives the agent and the the vendor ultimately a bit more information to work with. You know, if nothing else, it starts that conversation, doesn't it? And Absolutely. and quite often that's that's our offer pack is potentially not as detailed as some others, I suspect, but really what we're trying to do is start a conversation so it can then, you know, get to meet the owner or whatever it is. And then you've got a better chance of making a deal, haven't you? It's always, you know, I think the other important bit to remember is it's, it's a people business. People will sell to you if they like you All right, the other, the rest of it's got to fit as well in terms of, you know, having the money in place and, you know, the expertise yeah. to deliver it but um you know really it's a people business and if you can get in front of people 
then you've got a good chance to convince them that you can do the deal. Yeah, I think in any business, it's relationships, but especially in developments, so we always say that you're never, you're never doing all the work. It's you're the conductor of the orchestra doing the work. So you are, you've got to deal with people every single day, whether that's your architect, your builder, your solicitor, um, your investor. You are, you've just got to be friendly with them. Right? If, you, if there's any animosity between any of you, it's not going to get the deal done. If it does, it's not going to be in the most efficient way either. So yeah. it's, it is a very business, uh, or sorry, very um, relationship-based <clears throat> business. 100%, you know, and it's, it's building, building trust and just, you know, building a relationship out of thin air, isn't it? You know, it might be, we've done it before, we go and look at a site and someone mentions about, oh, we're not really sure what we're doing with X, Y, and Z trees. And I said, well, that's fine. Why don't I send our our um, tree surgeons around and they can have a little look and see what they think see if they think we need to go to the council and get licenses or whether we can just get on with it and you know we're happy to do that yeah, yeah so anything just be helpful law be of friendly, reciprocity yeah so law of reciprocity is help someone out don't expect anything in return but it will come back to you eventually yeah and i think you know we're always just very open very honest with what we're trying to put on the site you know we wouldn't try and sell them that we're only going to put three houses on it and then slap an application for 10 yeah. houses in, you know, just be open and honest and deal with people how you'd want to be dealt with, really. I think um, on that note, Matt, actually, when your, when your dad first came on the course, one thing that really resonated with me and, you know, I really liked about him was that he wasn't just trying to help himself. He wasn't even just trying to help you and him. He wasn't even just trying to help your family. He saw it as an opportunity for all of you to grow together. And that included your, you know, your building contractor and all the people that worked in and on the site as well. So the, the yeah. guy that um, who you used to do your, because you, you had HMOs before and you were doing the, the, the Lansdowne Road site and you were yeah. using a builder who you knew from school. Uh, and, you know, he'd grown up with you from a very sort of small builder doing extensions to then doing some bigger stuff. And he wanted to sort of take him along on the journey and make sure that he was you know, getting his profit out of it and everything else like that. So that's still happening today, even though you're doing, you know, that 20 million GDV. And yeah. you know, you're <clears throat> Absolutely. And we're, we're going to be JVing on our, our first deal together with him, um, the, the police station in Rudgeton when that finally happened. Um so that that'll be good for him. Um, yeah, I think it was it was an important point of it. I think we'd we'd obviously done a lot of conversions from houses into HMOs, which he'd he'd done all of those. <clears throat> but yeah, a sort of full blown development was definitely a step up for him. Um, and actually, we got a few other builders to price it and all these things. But really, the key to it was when we sat down and decided what we want to do was we'd rather have Dom do it because we trust him to be honest be level with us to look after us rather than a builder we didn't know quite so well that you know might be i suppose better qualified in some ways because he's delivered similar projects but we'd rather go on that journey with dom just because of the trust element of it really i think it's it's invaluable to have someone on site all the time that you know you can trust to look after you 100% 100% it allows you to sort of you know you can go off and find the deals which is why you've got such a strong pipeline and then you can you know trust him to do the, <clears throat> the development side of it but as you get bigger sites it's important to bring him on him in on that journey because else you could start getting that animosity where he's thinking well you guys are making all the money you know I'm just getting a percentage yeah. whatever so it allows you to grow together doesn't it yeah 100% and you know he's grown his business 
accordingly to, to go in line with the whatever it is, about eight million quid's worth of build costs we've got over the next few years. You know, so he's he's aligned his business to make sure he can can look after those sites. Um and yeah, it, it just it works well for everyone. Yeah, I think the key there is is anyone listening to look around the people around them and see who they can do this with, who they can share the journey with. Um, and we do say it is a bit of a, a journey because it is like, this is, there's a lot of ups and downs. There's a lot of crossroads. There's a lot of um, things that can go wrong, but yeah. the bright side as well is it can go right. So this has been, you've done really well. You've, you've been level-headed so much that um, one of our like white box, our sort of three key points are we want to be friendly, personal and honest. Um, we see that in yourself as well. And this is why as of, uh, sort of next month, actually, as in the recording of this, you are going to start joining us um, as a mentor, teaching other people how to get started as well, aren't you? So yeah. this isn't something we've taken lightly. You've, you've 10, well, 10 deals in, you've been through the process, you've had your ups and downs, which I think is key to helping other people. Um, and yes, yeah, it's, it's an exciting time. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm, yeah, I'm really looking forward to getting started. So, I suppose I've been I've been sat in those rooms for three years nearly. Um, you know, especially with the, the sort of collection of, of different issues and queries and questions. You know, I've probably heard most of them. I should think um, it'd be interesting to see what comes up. But um, oh, there'll be I some think, surprises, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there will be. I'm sure there will be. But um, yeah, I'm looking forward to to getting started with that and hopefully, um, yeah, sharing some of our experiences as you say as the the ups and downs um that go along with it it's it's, it's never a straight line even if uh, even if it looks like it is sometimes yeah awesome what's the what's the future for you what what's the plans for the future well really i think our, our focus this year really is deliver obviously delivering the pipeline but as ever we we'll want to add a, a couple of new deals um you know we've spoken about it before where you know, potentially you could look to go and do do bigger stuff, but but actually, you know, we're quite happy doing the, the size we're doing. As I say, all our deals tend to be about the same. We know what we can make, and it gives us, in theory, a sort of two to three year time scale from from start to finish on each site, which is not too bad, um, and just allows us to to cash for everything quite nicely. So, it's more of the same, really. We'll we'll try and keep topping up the pipeline and and see where it takes us. Awesome. I'm enjoying the process, so um, yeah, no reason to change for now. Well, just um, what about financial goals, Matt? For you, <clears throat> your family, you know, like obviously we know you came um, to one of our retreats, and that was a key point. Um, you came out to Bali as a family. You set some goals. You know, your dad wanted to get his handicap down. You wanted to get your your Land Rover, and you managed to get that. So, is there any sort of yeah. checkpoints you're looking at getting to? So there are some financial ones that we're just sort of working on from Bali, although. I have to say, you know, if we're able to deliver the pipeline, a lot of that will will go away. Um, ultimately, we've got, um, I suppose, the the part that that Dad's more um, takes his time is the the pension fund side of things. Um, so, you know, hopefully, we'll be in a position to top that up and and then look to to grow that pot long term as well. Um, the cash flow side of things is was obviously originally what we thought the the sort of pots of cash was going to be be used for and, and, and that really hasn't changed. Um, we've got some 
some goals. Everyone seems to be in and around sort of 10 grand a month, don't they? Whenever anyone asks about cash flow goals and, and ours is pretty similar, except it's each for me and Ted. Um, yeah. You know, that's what we're working towards. Um, and we've got a pretty good idea of, you know, what it's going to take to get there. And yeah, if we deliver this pipeline, we, we won't be a million miles away. Yeah, brilliant. It's um, It's been great to watch. Obviously, we've been with you most of the way, apart from Lansdowne Road. Uh, we yeah. just sort of towards the end of that one, but we've been with you for the, the rest of the deals. And it, it is, it's a, a sense of pride for me and Andy as well to see you doing what you're doing, um, seeing you from the start. And it's, yeah, it's an amazing journey you've been on. It's very much a journey, but um, not one I've done without you guys. So um, all your help is always much appreciated. Yeah, mate, well, I'm looking forward to having you in the rooms with the, the mastermind as well. You're you're in a room with yeah. me, so that's going to be awesome. And yeah, we'll um, we'll be able to support a lot of people, I'm sure. Yeah, hopefully so. Hopefully so. Awesome. Cool. Well, we'll um, we'll take care. I'll, we'll get your details shared so people can follow your journey as well. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's, it's here's to the next three years. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, awesome. Nice no, one. Thank you very much for joining us. Thanks, guys. We'll, uh, catch Cheers. you soon. Bye. Cheers.